Welcome to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. It's a podcast about the nuts and bolts of life in rural Australia. The good, the bad and the beautiful. Today I'm chatting to cattle producer Jenny Underwood about a very special cow. The cow's name is No Name and she's just dropped her 15th calf. She is a fantastic mum. She's fertile. She gives more than she gets, I suppose you could say. She owes us nothing, that old girl. Jenny and Roger Underwood live at Pine Hills, not far from Roma in Western Queensland. After a run of tough seasons, 2020 has been a good one. This year is probably the best season we've had since we've been here, Robin. We bought the place six years ago now and moved down here at the end of 2015. 15. It, it, was, it was pretty good season because we'd come from northwest Queensland where it just decided it didn't want to rain anymore. So we had some rain, bits and pieces, pretty good. Last year was a very tough year, but I think there were very few places in Queensland or even Australia that didn't do a tough last year. Um, it wasn't looking too good. And then at the end of February, the heavens opened and we haven't really looked back. It's been and how does it make you feel when you can finally see some rain at Pine Hills? It's a really hard, unless you've been in that situation, it's very hard to describe, but anyone who's on the land, I think, understands totally what the feeling is like. What about for someone in the city who just doesn't understand? Can you, are you able to sort of paint us a bit of a picture of how you feel and how you and Roger together feel? I actually think people in the city do understand because I know with family, with friends, they wish it would rain, wish it would rain. It rains, but then sometimes they want it to stop, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It interferes with, with having to go to work. It interferes with taking kids to school. Inevitably, it seems to rain right at pick-up time for school when school finishes. Um, people have parties, what have you. To describe it for people, there's a smell, there's a sound, there's a huge weight comes off your shoulders, um, your mouth goes from a downturn set of lips to an upturned set of lips, you watch the rain gauge fill, you look out your window and the less you can see the better because you know that it's raining very, very close to you and very heavily. What about the when the grass starts responding, when you do get a bit of pasture growth, you get a bit of pick, do you have to manage that? Do you have to manage the cattle after so much drought? Yes, yep. When you start to see that green tinge, once again, the smile gets a little bit broader, but you still have to keep, if you have been feeding, you still have to keep feeding because, of course, there's nothing there um, for them to eat still. But they'll chase the pick, it's called, where they just aren't really interested in what you're bringing them and they're just looking for that green. I'm convinced and I know that cattle can see green because they just go and chase it. In some places, Rob, unfortunately, when there is rain at the wrong time of the year, it can bring up certain weeds, some of which are toxic, some of which are fatal. Um, it's, a, it's a really hard balance. We're used to having lived out in northwest Queensland, so we were sort of able to manage our pastures there. Now that we've moved down to here where it's more buffalo country, we are just overwhelmed by how quickly buffalo grass does respond. It's the most magical feed, but we all are also now um, confronted by some weeds that we still 
are learning about and managing to control. And what about the, the weight gains and the responses in the cattle? Do you, can you almost see the cattle grow? Yes. Yep, you can just see the fat just piling on. Their coats start to shine up. They, they just seem to relax too, Rob. They, they spend their time chewing their cud. They just lift their head when you go past as if to say, you know what, this is the life. We, we are now contented cows. Now, you go out and have smoko with the cows each day. What do they say to you when, you know, when the, the country is looking good like it is at the moment? Well, exactly as I said, they just have this contented look on their face. They're chewing their cuds. The calves will come over to, to say, see who you are and say hello. It's just a great feeling, Rob. It, it's like how people meet for coffee. If you haven't seen a person for a long time, how great it is to get together to have a coffee or to meet in the park somewhere. And for us, it's just that same feeling of catching up with long-lost friends and, and taking up where you left off last time. When do you normally carve? Uh, we don't control joint, so that means that our bulls are in the whole year round. So um, we can expect calves to come at any particular time, but the cows are pretty clever too. They, they know, their body seems to know when is a good time for them to cycle. Generally, straight after rain, when there's that bit of pick, they're feeling better, they're a lot healthier, they're in better condition. So you'll often find after you've had some good rain and some good pasture response, nine months, ten months later, the calves just start dropping because it's a, it's a nine-month gestation period like humans. But you've got a very special cow amongst your beautiful drought master herd. She's called No Name and she's just dropped her 15th calf. You say she may not be pretty, but she's a great mum. No Name is a very special funny thing. She was born late 2001, so she's going to be 19 years old this year. She just turned up in the corner of a paddock one day, to be honest. Like, we, we weren't really sure. We grabbed her, brought her home. Um, she was in calf, and her first calf was born a little heifer, and it was born at the same time as the Eka, so she was called Eka. She reared that calf. We weaned that calf. Then the next calf that she had was a, a bull calf. Some people might know that I'm pretty much, I love my music, and to get me through the hard times, I used to sing a lot and then started a, a, a little sort of Facebook page called One Day Closer, Life in a Song, and had a photo of no name with her, her calf, a bull calf. And I said to Roger, we've got to work out what to call this little calf. And I took a photo of no name with her calf, you know, here's her calf with no name. And in the middle of the night, it came to me and I thought, oh, we can call him horse because then it's horse with no name. <laughs> because we, we could never think of a name that suited her. You, you tend to name your animals with something to, about their character. And she was such a character that there was no name that really suited her. So she used to be just the cow with no name. And so it stuck being no name. And, of course, we just had to call the bull calf horse. <laughs> she tends to have more bull calves than heifer calves. So that makes it very easy because they're all horse. Is she a good mum? She's a very good mum, very good mum. As I said, she's coming up 19 years of age. You would think that in that time we could have uh, tamed her in as much that we could pat her and go up. No, she, she likes to be with you, but you don't. it's a look but don't touch sort of circumstances with her. 
when she was due to carve, I've been watching her for some time. I couldn't find her where she normally would be. We have a very old house, the original house on the paddock here, on the property here, and that was the only place left I hadn't checked. And sure enough, she was under the house and I found her and she gave me just a little warning, sort of half grunts as if to say, you can look, but don't come any closer. Now she's fine, but it's taken about a week for her just to get used to you coming back to have a look at her calf. She's a very, she's protective without being scary. <laughs> Can't think of the word I need where sometimes a protective cow will actually charge at you or, or make life difficult, whereas she just gives her calf a grunt and they tend to walk off. She can run. We have actually seen No Name run and we've seen her kick her heels up a little bit, which is <laughs> quite interesting. But, um, no, she's fine now and we can say hello to horse and he's getting a lot quieter. You never know, we might even be able to get to scratch him this time. You said she's quite an unusual cow. What's, she, what's so unusual about her? Well, for a start, I think she's part dairy cow because she has this huge udder, perfect udder. It's, it's, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. She doesn't bottle tit or anything like that. She's able to feed her calves and, honestly, she's... She's probably like the Dolly Parton, if you like, of bovines. <laughs> She's all other. You're listening to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. Life on the land can be tough, but the people who live there choose to live where they live. And there is a sense of community you won't find in the city. Most of her calves been pretty good, whether they're female or male. Yes, yes. There's a fairly uh, well-known photo of No Name walking off with a little heifer calf. It was taken at Eversley when we were really, really badly in drought. There's not a lot of feed on the ground. That udder is right there for people to see. Beautiful big udder, and she's got this little calf. And that calf now is. Um, well, she's branded a number five, so she would be five years, going on six years herself this year, and we've just weaned her third calf off her. So she's as fertile and as popular with the boys as her mum. Is it really unusual for a cow to have 15 calves? Uh, I don't think so, Rob. It's unusual probably to keep a cow for that long. She was probably pretty lucky in a way that she is still here because we were destocking hand over fist when we lived out west, sold a lot of cattle. A few times no name was sort of earmarked for the truck. Uh, she was either too poor to, to sell to, to, to get a, a reasonable price for her, or she was pregnant, or she had a calf at foot. So she, she knew how to avoid being put on a truck. <laughs> you said to me she epitomises resilience. And that's a trade that a lot of people use about the bush. And it's a trade that you, you and Roger obviously possess, having got through the drought at Eversley for all those years. What do you mean by resilience in a cow? Well, it's probably not just the cow. As I've said, she symbolises to me what people have endured and how they've managed to get out the other side. Um, not a lot of feed on the ground, but she has utilised whatever was there she is a fantastic mum. She's fertile. She gives more than she gets, I suppose you could say. She owes us nothing, that old girl. And she made it through, Rob. That, that's probably the, 
the thing that it, times were tough, but she was determined to keep going. It sounds silly to say accepted of what we gave her, but we would feed her, we'd help her along, and so she's rewarded us by well, staying alive for a start and now presenting us with yet another calf. And he's a cracker, this little fella. And perhaps for you, she re, she epitomises resilience in 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 farmers in Queensland after so such long drought, such profound and extended drought. Exactly, that's it. She didn't throw in the towel. Um, look, I know a lot of cows did die during the drought. We were very lucky. We didn't lose any at all. We either sold them ahead of time before they became too poor. And as I said before, how no name was too poor. She was still healthy. She was still getting on. But she, apart from her udder, she was sort of bony and angular and the coat was a little bit rough. But she just ticked along. She's a bit of a bossy old thing, actually, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, yes, no, she makes sure that she is the kingpin. That's for sure. You were a school teacher. You know what kids like in terms of stories. How would you tell a story about No Name? What do you think it is about her that you, you would really be the highlight, the link in the story? I think maybe how important your mother is to you in your life, that uh, she would do anything to, to protect you, which, as I said, she's a very protective thing. She will make sure that you don't go hungry. She will make sure that you are cared for. She knows exactly where her calf is each time, even though she might not be beside her calf all the time. She keeps an eye on him or, or whichever. She's got heifer or a bull. Yeah, I think she's just like a, an old lovable grandma. And you could almost, if she were human, she'd have a plait around her head, um, an apron on, not very tall, but she would be able to hug all her family. It's, it, I've never really tried to humanise her, but if, do you get that idea that I mean where, that she is just like a benevolent, old, loving grandma? It would be interesting to do the maths oh, of how many progeny she's responsible for. Well, there'd be plenty because we've just sold her last bull calf, horse, to, to someone south of Roma, so she'll have some grandchildren this time next year. She had two heifers before that, and as I said, one of those girls, she's just had her third calf weaned. Um, before that, we had another horse, and he went out to the territory. So um, he probably kicked his heels up out there, although poor fellow, it's, it hasn't been a brilliant season, so I hope he's still going strong. So, um, yeah, I don't think we'd ever be able to pinpoint exactly, Rob. No name has a fan club. She, she really does have a fan club. Her story's been told on radio. I'm not the first person to tell a story, I know. <laughs> but what do people say? Why do they respond to No Name? What do they say to you about it? They just look forward to her stories. I know there's quite a few people who will contact me sometimes and say, oh, I haven't heard anything about No Name. Is she still going okay? You'll put something up on Facebook, bang. People, it's almost like, oh, thank goodness, there she is again. I, I just think, too, she's not your typical-looking cow because of the fact that she is that little bit smaller. She has got this big udder like she's an old dairy cow. Her expression never changes. Like, not that you expect her to be smiling at you, but she just has this, this almost death stare that she gives you sometimes. Her, she was first introduced to the world at the right time when people needed someone 
or something to latch on to, to, to look forward to, maybe. I know that was for us. Yeah, we, we enjoy seeing her and just congratulating her for, for making it this far. I hope she's able to join you for Smoko soon. Oh, nearly every day, Rob, because our little potty calf, Nellie, who's also a little bit famous, she's down in the same paddock, so we make sure we go and see them every day, and Little Horse, of course, too. Jenny Underwood from Pine Hills near Rome is speaking about a very special cow, No Name, who has just dropped her 15th calf. You've been listening to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app and leave me a review. Music was composed and presented by Luke Aidney. Mm-hmm.